Good afternoon, good morning, good night, however that saying goes. Welcome, everyone, to the 311th episode. That's that's hard to say. Uh, 311th episode of the Unranked Podcast. My name is Tom Caswell, uh, and I am joined by some old faces and some new faces. First off, let's start with the old. Emily, how well, are you today? <laughs> well, I'm an old face now. That's my. That's who I am. You've been here enough times over the year. I feel like you're one of the earliest guests that, like, the one of the longest. You and Matt are like the longest running earliest I, guests that we've. Had I will it. never forget that. Yeah, I think there was one Christmas or one holiday season where I was voted like best guest of you the were, year, and I was like, were. "What? No! Like, best y'all have really award. cool people on." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, good to be here. Thanks again for the invite. Well, thank you for coming back again. We we had Emily on last week to to fill in for Chris and. Uh, and it was funny because when I, when I invited you, Emily, last week, I was like, oh, shit, I know Emily's playing Horizon. Why don't I get her for the week after? And you know what? Best of both worlds got you for both. That's how it worked out. Uh, but new faces around here. We've got Hayes Madsen. Hayes is the video game trends writer over at Inverse. Been doing some excellent work over there. Uh, have been wanting to hit up Hayes for a while. I, my original plan was to try and get an Inverse takeover for this episode, get a lot of the writers over there. But like, everyone is busy because games 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 um not to say you're not busy Hayes but uh Hayes thank you for coming on the show very happy to have you here yeah thanks for having me on I'm definitely excited to be here uh so Pokemon 311 ladies and gentlemen oh I gotta play the jingle because I can play the jingle this week here we go is there you go we have interactivity. I finally have the ability. I finally understand how Christian makes the magic happen. Uh, so this week's Pokemon is Plusel. Um, a, uh, I mean, a Pikachu inspired. Let's let's not beat around the bush here. They made this motherfucker because Pikachu sold toys. Um, oh, they made Mimikyu because Pikachu sold toys. Yeah, I mean, every, they literally made they literally made dollar store Pikachu. Yeah, they were like, this is this is the Pikachu that yeah you find at the 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 bargain bin. So this uh, this this motherfucker right here, um, yeah, uh, an electric Pokemon, right? So this is not like that. They were like, you know what? We're gonna go back to the electric type. We're not gonna stray too far from the uh, from the um, from the roots here and uh it shares its category with its part of meanin they are both known as the cheering poke cheering pokemon so we'll be talking about minin or meanin however you want to pronounce that um yeah plusalin is derived from plus of course and there you go um so how do we all how do we all feel about plusal are you are we are we fans i feel like this generation already had another pikachu type um, I think it I think, did. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Pichu. I think we had Pichu. No, I think Pichu is Gen two. Let's see, Pikachu this is types Gen two. I mean, this no, is this Gen was Gen three. This Gen three. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh wait, you're right. Yeah, this is. This yeah, let's is see. Sapphire and Ruby. Every Pikachu clone ranked. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Wow, Pichu is last. Oh, this is literally yeah. baby Pikachu. There's no, oh, well, not oh, there he is. Is nine, number nine. Coming in at number nine, we've got Plusel. Wow. I yeah, personally I, like Plusel better than mine. I got wow. to say. Mm, these guys this, have them This flipped. list disagrees. <laughs> yeah, this list has them flipped. Who the heck is this guy? Toga Demaru? <laughs> That's. I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen that one. What the fuck is that? Molga. I've never seen. It. Okay, Raichu. you can't put Raichu on here. 
he's the actual evolution. That's unfair. And this thing is just like the same Pokemon, Dedean. Yeah. As Raichu. This one's good. This one was in Sword and that Shield. Was sun, like it's yeah, angry. Sun and Moon, right? No, Sun and Moon is Mimikyu. Oh, that's right. That one, was yeah. in, that one yeah. was in Sword and Shield. Mimikyu makes sense, number one. I get that. Yeah, I, it's, 100%, it's creative. 100% Mimikyu. I mean, I think in the TV show, they made Puzzle and Minum a lot cooler because I think in the TV mm. show, they like worked together or their powers were activated together, um, which I think is cool. Like it would be it would be nice if in the game it's like, oh, if you have them both, that you could send them both out at the same time. That would be a super yeah. cool Pokemon feature. Well, I guess part of it, <laughs> it was would. Gen 3 the one that introduced double battles? It was. Oh, it might yeah. have been. So that, yeah, they didn't was. get to fight yeah. together. Yes. My bad. Yeah. I mean, they remind me of Mossy Menos uh, from uh, Teen Titans. So mm, that's I just a great. Like, that's a great call out there. I, I just that. like playing with, oh, yep, here's the plus and the minus of electricity. Wee. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where it's like you can't, like i almost wish we could cheat and just do them both at the same time i know r.i.p next week for y'all yeah (laughs) uh, a little spoiler this is like one of the things hayes that we really had um one of the things that uh really sucked very early on is when we were in the nitto ran phase oh gosh on all the same that we called those the Nidoran doldrums <laughs> because they're just six uh, weeks like this fucker. It's again. like you really don't care about any yeah. of them besides Nido King and Nido Queen, right? Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Um, anyway, Plusle, uh, yeah, mid-tier for me. I mean, I know these Pokemon, which always helps in my, you know, mid-tier when it comes to, I would put it at like four or five. You know, but I love Mimikyu being at the top. Uh, we'll get to Mimikyu in seven years' time. Um, <laughs> that guy is a long fucking way out. Um, cool, awesome. Well, Emily, how 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 are you? How is how is life going? Uh, I, I I know you've been playing some Horizon, and we can actually talk about it. Oh boy, um, howdy! Yeah, this we are on. We are recording this on Merry Horizon Eve. Everyone. Yes, I am. Um. I'm staying up till midnight tonight to start playing it. Um, actually, before we get into Horizon, because I'm sure we're going to chat a lot about Horizon, let's see how Hayes is doing. I see you got a lot of manga there, Hayes. Is that I what, do, what am yes. I spying back here? Uh, yeah, so I have my, my Gundam shelf, first yeah, off. Very and I cool. have a Demon Slayer, Shaman King, Black Cat. What is this one? Promise Neverland. Yeah, it's a lot of my different manga. Interesting. Now, I've uh, we've watched, uh, Brooke and I watched the uh, first episode of Demon Slayer. Didn't like feel it but everyone is raving about this show now is it is it something where i just got to kind of get into it a little bit i think so yeah it's it you know this in terms of story and character and stuff it's pretty typical shonen stuff um but the animation of at least of the anime is where it really is just incredible yeah um and i think about halfway through season one things really start picking up you know you get into the characters more the battles start picking up so Awesome. Um, but th- this second season has just been some of the most mind-blowing animation I've yeah, ever Yeah, people seen. are, like, losing their shit over the show now. And I yeah. remember it being popular before before the second season dropped. But, like, mm-hmm. I can't take a f- turn without someone trying to, to be like, oh, my God, this week's Demon Slayer. Yeah, I think because <laughs> um, Mugen Train, which was the movie, was, like, has now become the highest-grossing animated film oh, in Japan. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Yeah by wow. far too it set insane box really like over the my hero movies 
because I feel like those like yep. have become like wow. So this is it. This is the new hotness in every metric. Yeah, this is the yeah. New they actually hotness. have. Well, uh, I gotta watch it. There's like a collaboration going on at Universal Studios Japan. They have like a whole Demon Slayer set up and like a VR ride and all this stuff. That is, I am so jealous of Universal. One quick tangent. So jealous yeah, of yeah, Universal definitely. Studios Japan because that ride you're talking about is one that they would change like every mm -hmm. nine to 12 months. So they did a Sailor Moon version of it and they had all the Sailor oh, Moon merch. Really? They That's did a cool. Lupin the third version where you're on a heist with Lupin no and they served, they sold all this Lupin the third merch. Like if you can watch videos of going through like the kind of the line area and there's, it's all this really fun setup. And yeah, and then they did Attack God. on Titan one where you got to yeah. like soar Damn. while you fight, fought a Titan. That's my yeah, we, plan. We never get anything that cool here. We need to get something like that that like rotates. Take, yeah, I'd say take but Transformers here's the out. Transformers can die. Uh, and turn, <laughs> turn that one into like a rotating one. <laughs> the The problem is, is that uh, it, the the Japanese is just a very efficient people. They can get shit done, and America just can't. Like, we're just not efficient in that way. We can't turn around a roller coaster in nine. We months. don't know when our our Mario Land is even going to open. No, up here I in, know, in right? Like we can't even get Hollywood. that off the ground. No, that's really awesome, and that's actually uh, the the uh, the my plan. Once we jump off of this, between that and Horizons launch, it'll that hour that I have, uh, Brooke and I going to go catch the first episode of the season of Attack on Titan. We've been waiting for the dub. Oh yeah, I wouldn't wait for the dub. I would have watched the sub, but someone. In this apartment, who shall remain nameless? Uh, anyway, so uh, you watching Demon Slayer, Emily? I've seen clips here and there. Okay. Uh, shows I'm watching right now um, is that oh gosh, that Anna Anna Devay. Oh gosh, the one on Netflix. It's like reimagining Anna or something, or creating Anna, which is all mm. about the. It's the true-ish story of this New York of this woman who impersonated a German heiress. And basically stole a bunch of money from. This isn't the Tinder banks. swindler, is it? Is no, I just saw that ad today, though, <laughs> uh, and I'm very interested in that. But I also yeah. did finish. I also binged the house today. I did the house, which was a that's that stop motion animation animated film that's told in three parts. Um, oh it's, yes, it's like oh, yeah. queued up. Yes, very good. Hell wow, yeah. just it, I'm thinking about it a lot. Like it was just a very oh, good piece of awesome. piece of media. Have you seen Anomalisa, Emily? Yes, very weird. Yeah, a, a lot more strange is... than this one. Okay. Uh, but I dug it. I was it like, just gives oh, me is... big anomalies of vibes because it's stop motion and that's that's about why the, I'm sure where the connection <laughs> is drawn. <laughs> the line is drawn. Um, hey, so what have you been playing? It's been a busy couple of months. It's about to get even busier. Jeez. Oh, you're telling me. What are, you, what are your games uh, of the year so far? And I don't mean like what are your favorites, just what are you been playing? What are you yeah. playing? Uh, so the big one that I was I was struggling to finish before Horizon came out was Lost Judgment. Um, oh, it kind of yeah. had slipped under for me last year in the flood of everything. But I'm How such a it? huge Yakuza meaning, fan. I've been meaning to play it. How is it? Uh, very good. Uh, no, I like the first Judgment more. I think this one kind of struggles a bit in terms of like finding its tone. Mm -hmm. But the the this Lost Judgment has some of my favorite side content of any mm. Yakuza game ever. Like the school story stuff is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I've played a little bit of Judgment, the first one. Um, and the Yakuza games are these games that I, man, like I just want, I just want everything else to stop so I can play these yeah, I know. games. You know what I mean? Like, 
because I know that the time commitment is in them and everyone I start is like yeah there's a lot to it but then there's also like a lot of like the traditional kind of Japanese uh role-playing I know it's not a role-playing game but there's mechanics and stuff that are like inherently like you know a Japanese studio that are just like I just need you to pick up the pace like I just need this to move a bit faster because mm-hmm. I just don't have the fucking time for this, you know? Um, but it's all very good, you know? I you know, I don't want to be one of those people that's like quicker games or whatever, but... Um, yeah, anyway. when I got into the Yakuza series, I spent literally an entire summer catching up. So yeah. it's... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so Lost Judgment, that's been it. But I did not expect that. I thought maybe Pokemon or maybe uh, little, Dying Light yeah. or something. like something. That's been so I've been playing a little bit of Pokemon Legends Arceus and then kind of hitting around on Final Fantasy XIV still. I'm a big XIV oh. player. So. Have, you been, have you checked out this Lost Ark thing? I have not just, yet. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing review stuff for other things that I can't sure. talk about yet. So yeah. uh, I haven't had time to check out Lost Ark as much as I want to. Oh, it runs with Schmeld and Schming. Emily, uh, how is Horizon? <laughs> it's good. It's yeah? it's real good. It's it's. Um, I went on a Twitter Spaces today with Andrea from What's Good Games. Yes, and we were talking about the game, and we both agreed, like, like when you're reviewing games. This is not to sound like elitist, uh, when it just, it's such a slog, like having to, oh man, my job is having to play video games, but to do it in a short amount of time, to get through it, to get all the information you need to, to write a review or write a script. It's a lot. Um, but, and so after that, usually I'm kind of like, I'm going to put this game down for a while. I can't yeah. revisit it. Can't really think about it. This one is one where I keep going back. I was mm. not tired at the end of, of pushing through the review to do it. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna platinum this game. That's how good it is. That's like, awesome. That's how addicting it is. Yeah, I um, I, I, there's actually a thought that I want to pull off about reviewing games. That mm-hmm. since all three of us do it, I would love to talk to you about it. But I do want to talk about Horizon more. Um, game looks beautiful. Um, my two biggest things, and I, I I've seen I've seen a lot of reviews and things out there, but I did want your take on this. My two big is- takeaways because I rev- I went to Zero Dawn. Oh, sorry, Forbidden West is the game we're talking about. But I, I recently rebooted up Zero Dawn, a game that took me probably a year and a half to beat mm-hmm. um, just because um, two of the, three of the things. I found the traversal and getting around the world really, even at the time, outdated and retrying to play it at now. I'm like, oh, my God, we've just like, <laughs> we're so far beyond what this game did um, in terms of traversal. Um the game looks beautiful, but the animations in Zero Dawn are really bad of just like, hi, I'm Aloy. How, you know, and then... Very oh, wooden. Like, yeah. really canned. And then the third one was um, melee combat against humans. Like, mm-hmm. fighting dinosaurs, very fun. Melee combat against humans, not great. Those three things, how do they feel in this one? All right. Um, traversal. It feels good. It feels good because um, there's a lot of campfires everywhere. And once you hit one of those, you can fast travel to them. Um, and with that, there's like a lot of shelters and there's, there's a good amount of towns. And then, of course, because you're already Aloy starting off from Zero Dawn, if you can, I recommend playing Zero Dawn before this game because you will appreciate this one a lot more and you'll understand the world a lot more. But they also do give you a good recap at the beginning if it's oh, okay, just cool. the first one you're jumping into. It's a little much. I can imagine it'd be like a lot if you're like, 
Uh, yeah, like, I did a story recap recently. That story. That's is... go read the story recap. Yeah, read hey, recap. I actually please. did read read Hayes. I think it was like five things you need to know or something. It's um, important. It was a really good breakdown. I do recommend Inverse.com going checking out Hayes's breakdown. Yeah, I I feel because I love the story of Zero Dawn a lot, um, and I originally got it in like yeah chunks over a year and a half because like fucking breath of the wild came out man like what did sue me uh <laughs> so i loved it and replaying it like even though i was like i'm struggling with these mechanics yeah i was like i want to play because the story is so good so, so if you can fit zero dawn in but there are recaps out there yeah so so you get the ability to already um override uh machines from the get-go so that oh, immediately improves travel God. so you can be like yep i'm just gonna ride around uh we uh so that's that's improved uh you said animations greatly improved these people Excellent. feel more real even the side quests feel you, there's a lot you just it's not just like hey Aloy. as much as i loved it there's no ancient vessels quest uh you're not getting coffee cups <laughs> for someone uh but uh r.i.p uh studios palace but um but yeah like the quest the quest and all the characters even like side characters feel feel a lot more real uh the only one thing is that the eye animations are still a little wonky mm. so they'll be talking and all of a sudden Ailey will be like yeah doing one coming of those. back yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah. that's that's something that's i mean that's gonna be i think that's gonna be just gorillas that's just gorillas possibly their thing. charm it's yeah, just one of those the bug charms. They're like, then, we left that in. That's our signature. That's like that's yeah, how that's people know it's a gorilla game. Everyone does. We could have fixed it, but it was a conscious decision not to. <laughs> Did you know that everyone in the dystopian distant future is really uncomfortable making yeah. eye contact with each other? That's our world building. Um, yeah. and then melee combat. So this was actually feel free to check out the X play review. Yes, uh, of do. Horizon Forbidden West. It's up on YouTube. We actually go into this. Um. Because uh, when Corey, uh, sorry, the Black Akage, myself, and Gerard the Completionist were all talking, uh, Black Akage was like, I'm really playing stealth, love stealth, melee still doesn't feel good. Mm. Melee still doesn't feel good. And I was like, same, I'm, I'm just, the skill trees are a lot more advanced in this game. They are so good. They are so thorough. You really can customize this game to your gameplay. Gerard was like, hold up. I have maxed out the yeah. warrior, which is the melee skill tree, which gives you a bunch of combos, a bunch of buffs. He's like, it's turned the game into God of War or Dark Souls for me. Whoa. Like, he's like, it makes what? it that it really makes it rewarding. Wow, interesting. So, so yeah. it's it's rewarding if you put the skills and the time into, that, into right, mastering it, in. which is good. But it's it's so it's not necessarily the highlight of the game. It's not going to give it to you from the straight if you if you don't really put any skill points into it. It plays very much like like Zero Dawn. But if you really want a melee build in this game, mm. you can build it, and it apparently it is rewarding. Yeah, because I um I, I think I might go that route with this one because when I played when I rebooted up Zero Dawn, I put it on like easy mode because I was like I just want to like get my feet wet and I was amazed how fast I was getting to story beats yeah I was like <laughs> back in the day when I played this this was six months after I started this game that I got to this point in the story um but that's really interesting and like the comparison of like yeah God of War like really getting that in depth um does that do you feel like maybe you maybe missed out a little bit on like oh man like I wish like I hadn't gone that route or maybe the skill trees were a bit more 
because because this is not the first time I've heard this about this yeah. game of like people are like yeah I did a stealth build and I was like fucking solid snake out there oh, right same. and you know I, I feel like what I'm hearing is that a lot of the you you are building a character but mm-hmm. you are locking yourself out of making the other experiences robust do you feel like the game it, it's kind of a feature or rather that um it's actually a problem in a way that the game isn't like you're caught co- your everything is going at an even pace just you're focusing in this one area but like stealth is improving even if you are focusing on being like a melee build or something like that I, I I think I don't think it's I don't think the game leans toward I think I mean you're you're a bow and arrow person so it's going to naturally lean towards and with the t- tall grass and everything the game sets you up to to and leans a little bit for stealth a hundred percent just like the first one but I don't think you're locked out of anything and I don't think they don't really re- they I don't know if they really reward stealth really hard because um there's a lot more weapons in this game you can improve your weapons it gets really creative with the gameplay style and then you have this new thing called valor surges which is my favorite oh and so you can unlock these abilities in your skill trees so in the infiltrator skill tree which is what i have there's two options that you can unlock for valor search one is a full like stealth field so you can just go invisible whenever you want if you once you've load up enough points so if you're someone who's like I want to be really stealthy. I want to get invisible. Great. That's a good one to pick. And then there's the one that I like, which is um, Radial Blast. That's the name of it. That's the one that we've seen in the previews. That's the one we saw in the gameplay trailer where Aloy like stuck the thing onto the staff, slammed it onto the ground. Mm. And then it causes a huge amount of damage and it stuns your enemies, which is great. And so um, that's the one that I always picked and I like loaded it out. But yeah, I mean, there's so many weapons I didn't use in this game just because I became so happy with my bow and I and I used the rope caster. Those were kind of my two big ones. There's the trip caster comes back. There's a spear thrower. There's a crossbow. There's like an armored claw you can unlock if you complete oh, wow. like Gerard, Gerard <laughs> Platinum the game. And if you do, I forget what he did. I think he did all the hunting grounds. You can get it. I might be wrong. But there is, back to what you said, there is a segment of the game I haven't really explored yet. There's so many side quests. There's so many <laughs> things to do in this game. Oh, That's great. what's so great. So what, just what I need. <laughs> but it's, side but it's, quests in my fucking life. <laughs> I, I get it, but like it's not it, it's not overwhelming or disorienting. I, it's I not like yeah. it's it for me. I'm like, oh, I actually want to go try these things now. Uh, so there's there's basically melee pits in certain mm-hmm, villages mm-hmm, across mm-hmm. the map, and so I think you can only use me. I haven't tried them yet because I believe you can only use melee in them. Uh, so I kind of like yeah, stayed like away because I gladiator ring, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I yeah. didn't have that build. So right. I'm curious. I tried. I tried the one of those side quests. I won't give it away. I, I don't want to give too much away. Tell me if I'm giving something away. But um, I tried one of the many, many, many uh, kind of activity side quests today, and I, I I thought it was pretty fun. It's different, but I was like, I get this. That's awesome. Yeah, game. The, uh, it sounds like a huge improvement everywhere, and I and I I've watched. I watched like the digital foundry breakdown and this game just looks it's stunning. Unreal. All yeah. the different biomes are awesome. beautiful. Like from the red, you go to the redwoods, you go to the underwater ruins of San Francisco, you go to the deserts of Utah, Nevada. It's 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 stunning. Hmm. Uh, the last question I have uh before if if Hazel has any uh questions for you, but um is there anything that you wish you knew about the game that someone had told you before starting it? Um, 
that like you learned in playing that like oh i wish this i knew this or anything like that um hoard everything (laughs) because one of the many improvements of this game is the storage systems which i love because i'm a big bethesda nerd and i sometimes i get certain games have carrying capacities because that's supposed to be like the challenge of figuring out what you're going to hold but in a game like horizon where you're constantly having to craft you're constantly having to refill things you're constantly having to heal yourself um what the game does is aloy has a certain amount of material she can carry on herself and then everything else you collect is sent to your stash which are these big boxes set up at shelters and and um villages throughout the map where they can just hold huge amounts of items so you can collect all the ridgewood you want and then uh you can just con- you don't have to go back to your stash to you do have to go back to your stash to believe do you have to pick re- things up as you go by yeah like hit a button or- Okay. So you're gonna want to you want to grab everything because you never know yeah. where you're gonna use it. That's the I, thing. I just wish collect... just had you yeah. that shit up. I just yeah. auto pick stuff just... up. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think you might be able. That might be an option in the game. Yeah, I'm sure that there's some like, fucking skill line. in that one of those fucking trees. That's like, I'm going for that. I don't whatever build that is. That's the build I'm fucking doing. <laughs> I would say this game is really really great. It's amazing. Um, it's, I know people have been going nuts about the review scores for this. People are upset. Well, people, when, gamers are the worst people on the planet. Yeah. And I was at an 89 game, on Metacritic, so. which is so good. And here's yeah. the thing it, it doesn't do anything revolutionary for the genre, it is a vast improvement on Zero Dawn. However, it still has some weaknesses here and there. My biggest one was story-wise, and that's all I'll say. Oh, whoa. And I'm I'm very excited to see, because I'm very... Hot take alert. Holy shit. Story. I can't can't talk to people about this game. Yeah, Emily, I'm going to have to so I have to wait probably two weeks until people finish the game (laughs) to even hear what they think about it. I'm interested (laughs) to see, because like Tom said earlier, I, I love the story of the first game. That was one of my favorite parts of it. First one, very good. I, I'm just going to say I'm very curious to see what people think of. I think the story has really, really great moments. The story is very good. Mm-hmm. There are just narrative beat moments where you're like, oh, man, it just falls a little short of of this of being like a sequel, of, of building on the narrative that was the first game. That's all I'll say. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Hayes, is there anything you want to ask Emily about Horizon? Uh, the only question I really have is, um, I'm kind of interested in the new machines uh, in this game and how do they compare to the ones in the first game? Does it feel like the new machines are like meaningful additions and are different from what we've saw in the first one? 100%. Okay, good. They, yeah. they have these ones I love. They have a much more prehistoric build to them. So there's a lot more dinosaur inspirations between all of them. Do these fucking dinosaurs have feathers. <laughs> These are Otherwise, I'm boycotting this fucking game. No. Uh, my favorite one, I'm, I'm, I think it's called the the ride horn or something. I'm forgetting its mm. name, but I love the Triceratops one. That's oh. my favorite machine. I don't think we had one in the first no, game. No, right? we didn't. Oh my god, oh. yes, Triceratops, really underrated dinosaur, I think. Um, and then I always love me a tall neck. The tall necks are also yes. redone in this game, so they're a lot more challenging and they're all different. So that's what's really oh, cool good. too. Uh, so it's not like the first. So get ready for a challenge there. And then um, what else? Oh, yeah. They're, oh, man. These mo- Can I curse on this show? Fuck yeah. Okay. These motherfuckers. <laughs> Leap lashers are the bane of my existence. They're kangaroos. 
who will oh. annihilate you Hell like yeah. a real life kangaroo. These oh, and so oh, here's the thing I haven't. This even sounds like about. some creationist shit where like kangaroos and like dinosaurs <laughs> existed at the same time. Uh, These so there's like certain groups. I can't remember if this happened in the first game. Were there machines that like traveled in packs across the map rather than no, just being okay? No, one so, of the honestly, one of my big complaints about the first game, jumping back into it, was like, and maybe this is I don't know if this isn't in the second one, so please point this out. But like in the first game, it was like on the map it marked here are this breed of dinosaur and they yeah, exist here. Yeah. And then that and like they didn't really move, they were just in their pots. They do do that. Okay. And so that is back. But there's also now kind of migrating herds that will kind of just go in their own little paths across the map in certain areas. And one of them is the Leap Lashers. And they travel in these <laughs> huge packs. And these goobers just can mm. take you out like nobody's business. And now I'm like, this is why people in Australia are scared of kangaroos because they made these <laughs> as terrifying as the ones in real life, I'm assuming. And so... um I just like that in the world of Horizon, there was some designer in the future who just said, let's make this kangaroo robot for whatever reason. Where it kicks ass. Uh, and it, <laughs> it's in the United States. Uh, um, and so, yeah, but I mean, it's the creativity of, of, of Forbidden West is really, really good. There's still kind of like, I know it's, it's been covered by a few sources. There's the whole... Um, kind of uh, Guerrilla Games has passed with really not consulting with indigenous peoples in oh, regards to sure. kind of moving forward mm -hmm. and, and reimagining a world that has very much, very clear indigenous influences. But all of the different characters you meet in this game, how they see, how they remember the worlds, how they remember the past and everything about it is just really, really cool and really, really rich. And it's, it's just such a fun game that leaves you thinking when you put the controller down. Um very very excited to to start it up tonight it's my game of the year oh, so far too. i mean it's only february but it's my game of the I year i mean there's so been far. a lot of con i think there's been some contenders already and we've got more contenders coming out in a couple of weeks but um my question to you guys um before we have to stop this meeting and start it again because Zoom <laughs> that's right i see the countdown yeah, i see timer. i know oh yeah now, one of the things that happened with Horizon, and you know, obviously awards aren't everything, recognition, you know, games can be masterpieces and be games of the year without being recognized for it. Mm -hmm. But one of the tragedies of 2017 is that this game was overshadowed by so many other games. And it looks like if every game that is meant to come out this year comes out, we may be destined to repeat history. We've got God of War. We have Elden Ring coming out next the week. Fact that we have Sony maybe is of releasing, <laughs> the fact that Sony is releasing their two, two of their biggest sequels in the same year. And I know this wasn't supposed to be how it was planned. Right. Both Ragnarok and, Zero, and Forbidden well, West. Well, to be got, fair, they were both pushed. meant to come out last year. That's true. Well, they were always, I don't think that's a, I get it, but I also don't get it. I think- I want this game to get its accolades and it's gotten, totally. it had, it got nominated for so, and when I was doing research on Zero Dawn for the review of Forbidden West, it got so many accolades. It had so many nominations across the board. Um, it's, I know it's just, it's, you get games years like this where it's like, yeah, you've got a War of Ragnaroks and your Starfields and you're possibly your oh, Breath God, of the Wild 2s. Yes, it's coming out. Really hope happening. we get that game early, please. Yeah. <laughs> please let it not be an insane review schedule. The timing yeah. is really unfortunate too, because it, you know, the first Horizon Breath of the Wild came out like a week after, and now you have Forbidden West, and now Elden Ring comes out a week after. 
Another the timing is just awful. I know. I gotta. I gotta. Like this week, I have to be. I mean, thank God, Hayes, we have off Monday. Is all I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say. Maybe <laughs> you, you're part time though, so maybe you're not thankful for that. Me as a no, I still. Person, I need the. I need. The I need the break. Yeah. <laughs> the video game time. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Like, because I got so much. Because I know that's the problem. Is like once Elden Ring comes out, you know, I'm very likely going to be switching and coming back to Forbidden West when I can, unless I do. But again, I don't want to rush. It's that, oh God, oh, it's such tough. a curse, such a it's curse, tough. a gift and a curse. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I think Sony is going to be watching the sales numbers of um, this game with such a fine eye because if they sell enough, it's going to make it more comfortable for them to, if they have, I, look, I don't know what the, the build state is of God of War Ragnarok. Like people are in two minds about like, yes, it's definitely coming out this year. Yes, it's definitely not. It's been four years since the last one. It took about five years for them to make the the 2018 game. So you got to think that you could do it in four years, four plus years even, right? Because I think mm-hmm. that game came out in like April of 2018. Every reusing assets in the engine and whatnot. Yeah. Right. You know, so there's not, there's a precedent, um, you know that they're they're building off of so but i can imagine like if that team needs more time it's going to depend on how this this game does right like probably i'm not gonna lie when you were first were teeing this up and you were like horizon controversy i was like oh man are we gonna talk about the whole like you can see peach fuzz on oh. aloy's face <laughs> thing and that whole that whole weird no that i'm so glad so everyone was like funny when i saw that screenshot i was mind blown but it was because like oh my it was so God. detailed yeah what are you like that is crazy and like even like uh the um there was a screenshot that i saw of um of from the or they they like came they like zoomed in on Aloy's face and it was from the digital trend uh not digital trends from the digital foundry breakdown Mm -hmm. and like the like one of the braids that she has like it has like hairs that are like split off and like not like kind of messy and like her hairs curling around the side um and I was like I just how how is that even possible? Ah, I I'll can't say this real quick. This photo thing. mode is really fun in this game. I had too much fun. I, the other night I just played around in photo mode and I had a blast. Zero Dawn and Spider-Man 2018 are the two games where, because most games I'm like, I just can't spend time with this because like, I can't be wasting my time. But those games are like, I have to. There, I have a calling here. I have a duty and responsibility to take as many screenshots. Spider-Man was the same way for me. I, oh my God. The, what, like the only game I've spent any amount of time in the photo mode. Yeah. So a game that I have been playing uh, is Total War Warhammer 3. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that. you guys are RTS fans. I am a kind of long-standing RTS fan. I haven't checked out any of these Warhammer uh, Total War games yet. But Man, this is not your grandpappy's fucking RTS. These things have evolved significantly. Um, so one of the interesting things is, is you're not just you're, you're not just base building and then going off into battle. Like there's a whole like story choices and turn-based overworld stuff, meta gameplay that's happening as well, um, where you're moving across a map and when you come across settlements and stuff, like you you know, when you win a battle, like you can choose, do I want to execute 
the 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 remaining forces and that gets me like a leadership boost or i can sell them back to the their army and get resources like this shit was never in an, i've never seen this in an rts maybe Dang. it's been in these games for a while i just haven't been in this genre yeah um, total war games have generally been a little more complex do you play uh rts and total war yes okay, yeah cool. so I played a few of the Total War games. I've had trouble getting into them, but the one I played a good amount of was Three Kingdoms because it's, mm. you know, it's the Three Kingdoms setting and I'm also a huge Dynasty Warriors fan. So hell yeah, that one appealed to me. And then uh, uh, another thing that I've, I really enjoyed is like um, when you come across settlements in this overworld, um, you can like siege and like wait them out and um have them meet you instead of you having to like take try and take down that castle like they'll meet you out in open combat oh damn. and um yeah it was great because it was like I, we waited them out and eventually the army came out and it was a really close fight and i lost a lot of forces but we decimated their army so when we went to go siege the the actual like settlement they had like three in like <laughs> three squads of folks and like we <laughs> completely just steamrolled the place and i was like this is awesome um yeah so I, i've been i've been enjoying it and i'm like oh man i just wish all these other games were coming out because i would really lose myself in this um yeah so total war warhammer 3 if you are a pc gamer and you're not into all these other cool games we've been talking about <laughs> that is uh, available to you um okay unless anyone has anything else i think let's chat briefly about this week's oh i'm not you guys can't hear the music because i didn't share the audio oh yeah my bad. Nope, you just you just got i was just jamming out i was just jamming out silence yep <laughs> i was jamming out you guys all right wasn't awkward at all <laughs> there we go you guys heard that right now Great. i get it yes <laughs> all right uh, this week's news. So I would say the two big news stories of the week, and I know Emily's excited for one of them, Bioshock film coming to Netflix. Would you kindly tell me, Emily, how ex- how you're feeling? How are you feeling? It's mixed feelings. It's mixed mm-hmm. feelings. It's mixed feelings. I get because, it. Because um, a passion project of mine that I've been very slowly working on um, is actually writing out the pitch for a Bioshock series. So that was something mm. I was doing myself, which I, I pictured it. Oh, yes. Uh, I got to as... send you uh, real quick. I got to send you these scripts that my friend and I wrote in college. They were three one shot like rapture stories. I got to send you them. You'd love Yes, them. please. Because uh, the way I picture, I think I think film film good. Film, film good. Film, OK, film good. I like that. Yeah, film as good. long as it's as long as the big things for me is the aesthetic set design, costume design, music design, you name it. And in the story, I get a little worried with video game movies. I think series are where games really, really shine. I'm very tentative about this Uncharted thing. I'm very much kind of like, eh, it's going to be an okay action adventure movie with some fun Easter eggs. But like, I think we saw it in Witcher and we're seeing it. I mean, Halo just got renewed for season two without even being out. Wild. Um, Last of Us is a series. I think because the way I imagined, and maybe I can still pitch this, so I'm holding out, but um, it was going to be probably an eight episode series that it would be called The Rise of Rapture. And it would be kind of this oh, political yes. drama that's all yes. about the, the governing mm-hmm. powers of Rapture, Andrew Ryan, 
uh, oh gosh, Andrew, Sandra, Sandra Cohen, everybody leading up to Dr. Su Chong, uh, leading up to uh, the infamous uh, New Year's Eve, I have it right mm-hmm. here, 1959. Yep. yep. <laughs> and so, uh, and that would be the, that would be kind of the final, that would be the last episode of the show is just like, it's a prequel that sets up kind of the world of Rapture, letting us really, really get into it. Cause that's what I loved about Barrel at Sea is um, I love that we finally got to see Rapture kind of in its heyday. And so, and we actually, you actually help with that kind of fall. So I would, I would toss in kind of allusions to that as well. But we also know that that's kind of a little bit of a different Rapture because right. Booker is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. No, I, 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 compl- I completely agree with you that the, the take a, a the, the thing that they need to nail is, is the vibe, is the aesthetic of it. And then B, the best story you can tell is the fall of Rapture because the story of the game itself does not lend itself to a show, a film, or any other medium. No, it is so specifically meant for a fucking video game. <laughs> yes, that's see, that's the thing is that I don't think these 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 filmmakers realize that like they say, oh, this is a very popular media thing that a lot of people like. What if we put in a film? That works for Sonic. Sonic's a character. Yeah. But if you're trying to do a film about a game, the game itself works in its medium because it is an experience. Bioshock is a first person experience. There's a reason why Jack really doesn't talk and you just see his little hands is because you are the vessel that is exploring Rapture. Are they, that's, that's, you bring up a good point. I don't know if I want to see Jack in a show because he's going to be milk toast man who is genetic clone of, and like, I want to see Andrew Ryan be all crazy and Rand it. Like I want Game of Thrones, but in underwater art deco land. Like that's what I want. I want all about rapture, but who knows what they're going to, that's why I'm like, I'm excited, tentative and jealous at the same time, because I'm like, I want to do that. Same with the fallout (laughs) show. There's a fallout show in development. And I'm just like, I want to, I want to write on the fallout show. I want to write. We haven't heard about that in a while. Exactly. I think it just still comes out. Yeah. So many video game projects, uh, film and TV just go by the wayside even though witcher is based off the books really uh, and yeah. henry cavill's just a big fan of the game uh witcher was this catalyst that taught everyone oh we make we make shows i mean did y'all see the resident evil movie that came out i did i think you told yes. i think you complained about it last week <laughs> i complained about it last week it's bad it's it's not even fun bad and so um at least in in uncharted i'm looking forward to just fun hopefully and just a decent action adventure this though yeah you really got to nail costumes and aesthetic and and yeah it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be about rapture which which bums me out for my creative projects but also who knows uh, yeah let's see if you can you can get that pitch get in there. <laughs> hello netflix hayes how are you feeling i'm hesitantly excited mm. um netflix's video game stuff has been mixed um like they have some anime that they've done based on video game properties too and you know like castlevania is very good i love castlevania but then you have like the dragon's dogma show which is not very good wait what they made a dragon's dogma show? yep and Netflix it's not very good <laughs> yep are you fucking with me what are you talking no, about completely not it's like this weird like half cg kind of art style that just doesn't Ooh, really weird. work um and then you know witcher i i oh, like an, i okay. liked witcher so far um i think season two had some missteps um but i think it had some uh, the real quick on the witcher i think it had some missteps 
but I also think that it it exceeds uh, some of the stuff. Like, I feel like it's exceeds season one in some areas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree there. Yeah, completely. Um, And I think, like you said, the big thing with Bioshock is just nailing that aesthetic. Like that needs to be their focus. Uh, And even with other adaptions, like you look at Cowboy Bebop. um, I can't believe that. I cannot believe that we are living in in a timeline now where that show happened and was canceled. Like (laughs) they've been talking about making, Mm -hmm. and I fear that this thing is going to go the Cowboy Bebop route. I feel like that is the closest thing of like, this is very particular to the, the original medium it was created under. Exactly. And And I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking about those iconic moments. And like, I did a video about this. If you, if you've played all the Bioshocks, Check out my video that I wrote with Gerard, which is why Bioshock is the greatest twist of all time. Uh, passion project. Listen to um, this podcast and then go do it. Yeah, yeah, finish the podcast first. But but yeah, I mean that you. How do you do? How do you do a twist in a TV show? That's the hey guys, that's the best part about video games. But I do think is that they're they... an interactive medium where you get to literally experience a story firsthand instead of just watching it as a passive viewer observing a story. I do think that. Your route, though, is the one and only way it could be done, but it could be very successful because I do not if think if Netflix that... and 2K want to talk to me after this podcast, <laughs> like I really I'd do gladly give them because ideas. I think that aesthetically that was the problem with Cowboy Bebop was that it was just impossible. Like, honest, I didn't watch the show, so please correct me if I'm wrong. If you did, oh, I thought you meant the anime. Sorry. Oh, I've seen I've seen the the Cowboy Bebop anime, but yeah, I haven't seen the live action. But from everything I saw, I thought this is as accurate a portrayal of the aesthetic of that anime that you could get in live action, but mm-hmm. also it also fundamentally just doesn't work. And that was what everyone was trying to tell them. Yeah. Whereas I don't feel like that's a problem here with Bioshock. I feel like it more stems from like the storytelling aspect. And I feel that the only story that is worth telling or can be told in this world is the fall, the fall of Rapture. Cause you could, you can do the thing uh, that TV shows can offer, which is you can show multiple sides of the coin. You can show, you can, you know, like game of Thrones where it's like, we see, we ju- jump into all the different factions and all the different, and this is how they feel about this. This is how they feel about this, that, and the other. Um, and you could tell a compelling story that way. And that is the way it worked. But if it's like, yeah, we're just going to adapt the first game. I'm like, oh my, that's never going to work. If, if, they, if they do this movie, if they do this movie, like we're thinking about, it's going to have to be through the eyes of like, essentially your jacks. It's going to have to be through like, here is a look at this person who just landed in Rapture. Look, it's five days until New Year's Eve. We like, welcome home. Oh, why are these people wanting to leave? There's some weird tensions going on here. <laughs> or we, yeah, we're gonna have to pick up, I think, with an established character who will take us through and see these people. I don't know. I don't know if we could make, I guess we could do make it the Andrew Ryan movie, but you kind of need to see all the things that he's also not seeing in order for this thing to really shine. Like, I want to see how crazy Frank Fontaine gets. I want to see that wackiness. Got a little bit of embarrassment, see? But this mastermind who just puts on personas like it's nobody's, like like it's no problem whatsoever. Like, mm. there's so many cool things about this game and these characters that I, I also don't think a movie can, it's not enough time. It's not enough time, in my opinion. Part of what worries me too is it, with Cowboy Bebop especially, it kind of feels like Netflix doesn't necessarily have confidence in these projects that they're doing 
they're trying to leverage all of these different brands in you know the streaming wars that keep blowing up but like they canceled that cowboy bebop adaption within days after its premiere which kind of to me says that like they put that out there not confident that it would do anything yeah i mean i the cowboy bebop thing netflix should be embarrassed um because because it's it's embarrassing because well they they're clearly not because they're doing it to one piece and they're doing it to avatar <laughs> oh, the last yeah, airbender the, the one piece they've oh got, my god they've got the, the adaptation the, train the, is the a atla chugging. thing like oh, any sensible of person adaption. would be they're gonna, like <laughs> they're gonna get the fans to watch it and then they won't be happy and then they'll green light other stuff yeah did anyone watch that live action death note movie Yes, it is right. hilarious. Oh, it right. is bad, but oh, the, <laughs> I ooh, have something to say about the 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 Death Note live action film. All right, I am a I love the original anime. Actually, just rewatched it. I've read the entire manga as well. One of the few mangas that I've read and finished. Huge Death Note fan. I like the American adaptation because mm-hmm. it is what if Death Note was not another teen pregnancy or whatever that tv oh you know oh, it's, it's an abc family 100 percent. it's an it's an abc family version well then it is me like that then i kind of dig it but yeah so also exactly would, and also, i want to know the story of how they convince willem dafoe to do that and but also speaking of willem dafoe i think ryuk in the american adaptation is actually more is a better iteration of that character because in the in the anime Ryuk is very much like, hey, man, I'm hands off with this. Whatever way the wind blows, like, that's just how it is. Whereas this Ryuk is like pitted against light. And he is like, you better not slip up because I'm going to take whatever opportunity I can to like fuck with you. And we Hmm. see that in that film. So when like, that's how I felt about it. And like, I I had watched it way after everyone had already kind of talked about it. And I watched it. I was like, I I thought like this was like yeah the ABC family version of Death Note which you know I think like if they'd gone if they'd gone if they'd say hey we're doing an American Cowboy Bebop like what does that look like that might have actually worked and I and yeah with the Cowboy Bebop thing like like to have invested so much marketing and so much like no we this is going to be a good show and then within three weeks, cancel it. Like, come on, where are your balls? Mm-hmm. Like, green light it for a second season. Oh, anyway. Next piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> um, RIP the 3DS and the Wii U. Because next March 2023, so you have a whole year to get... Whole year to- a whole year. <laughs> uh, you will not be able to buy games from the eShops on those platforms. And this is spawned a whole thing with nintendo and i think the video games comes. alliance too has gotten in on it at this point it's, yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a scandal with a small s i think i'll say in the in the world of video game scandals um yeah are you guys frantically dusting off your old systems and Here's downloading stuff <laughs> people make fun of folks for keeping physical media but no. this is an example of why you keep physical media mm-hmm. because because electronic stores can go down like that and yep. then you don't have the opportunity anymore. It's 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 tough. It's a bit it's 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 not black or white. It's it's like having digital stores have their benefits, having access to anything you want at the touch of your fingers where you can purchase any game you want. Great. But then when this happens, those can just disappear. So you have a year 
to buy all the games you want and play them on a 3DS. I don't think anyone's doing this for a Wii U, but for the 3DS, <laughs> Wii U was Nintendo fine, Land was fine. Zombie U. <laughs> Zombie U's on like PS4 now. And yeah, Xbox, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. Look, Wii U, Wii U had to fail. If Wii U hadn't failed as hard, we would have not gotten the Switch. The Wii U needed to be like, we have to come back with something bigger and better. And so that's what happened. Yeah. But but it's still, I think it's it's tough and it's tricky. Yeah, I'm a big videos. proponent of video game preservation. Um, and I understand the costs involved with keeping digital storefronts online when you're trying to focus on new systems and such. But the problem is when you take these offline, you know, I, I think the industry has a big problem with preserving our history. Um, and you take these offline and then there's not an avenue for people to preserve those. You know, if we try and create different versions of them online, they're going to get taken down. Yes, we just had so, the big Nintendo just took down a bunch of music on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And like the hacker who was a bad boy is rightfully in jail. Um but still, well, it's like for three years. I mean, that's a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nintendo years, gloated yeah. about it in a press uh, release. The press, was that like, was one of the weirdest press Jesus releases I've ever gotten. <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, look, we could talk about all of those things till the cows come home, and you know, mm -hmm. the the unranked special with Hayes and Emily and Tom, where we talk about five hours of the the ethics of all of that. Um, but yeah, I, I, Hayes, you're completely right. And I think that, you know, it's, it's a, you know, the, the world in its nebulous form. I think when like something like movies really came around, like there were immediately institutions put in place for the preservation of that. Like you can, you know, there are, there are original film reels from like fucking the early 20th century that still exists because people saw the value in that. And mm -hmm. not to say that people didn't see the value in games, but like this industry just moved so quickly and was very much seen as a toy for so long that by the time people were like, fuck, we should be preserving this. It was like too far. <laughs> like we were too far gone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, and I mean, to me, it also speaks to, and Emily, you're totally right about physical media. And I mean, God knows I haven't bought a disc in years. But even something like Game Pass. Steelbook game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, those things don't even come with discs anymore. Because they're like, here's the Steelbook. Yeah, and here's There's your no disc code. Here. Here's the fucking code. <laughs> I have all my discs. I have all my discs. Okay, okay. But, you know, even some of the Game Pass, you know, something that, you know, rightfully, I think, gets praised pretty frequently. Like, those games aren't on there forever. Like, Control just got taken, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was on there for a while. And it's kind of like, I don't think people think about like the downsides of a system like that, where it's like, cool, this game is coming to Game Pass. Is it a Microsoft Studios game? Because it's not going to be here forever. You're not going to have access to that. And we kind of talk about Game Pass like, oh, my God, Red Dead is on Game Pass. Oh, my God, it's crazy. But like, yeah, for three months, like that's how long you're going to have to play that game. Um, so it's an interesting conversation. I mean, I, you know, I fear that the moment I plug my 3DS in and booted up i'm gonna be going down a rabbit hole of picking things up yeah. so i'm like you know what let's leave pandora's box closed uh, my <laughs> favorite example my on wii u is <laughs> my favorite example on 3ds is like you know in video games we like to make a big deal of like these prominent creators um and my favorite example on 3ds for that is yasumi matsuno who's the creator of final fantasy 12 and final fantasy tactics 
Um, he's kind of seen as an auteur. He had a game that he released on 3DS called Crimson Shroud, which was digital only. It was an original story written by Yasumi Matsuno. Um, and, you know, if we want to kind of create portfolios of these influential people within video games, something like that, that was digital only on only 3DS, what are we going to do with right, that? Plug in my 3DS. That store goes off. <laughs> I'm downloading that shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no answer. There's I mean, no it's answer. the same. You can say the same thing with the Nintendo eShop right now for the Switch. There are yeah. so many indie titles on that in that oh. store that do not have physical copies. I mean, which is I why weirdly, some like limited run games is like. So yeah, awesome. I weirdly have mm-hmm. a physical copy of the illegal Cooking Mama. I know they no released way. it. Oh, yeah. I did. I, yes. I have not even yes. touched it. The one that apparently broke your switch. It doesn't break your switch. It doesn't do anything. It isn't crypto mining. The reason why it was taken down. Wait, people it, thought that it was yeah, crypto that was mining. Yes. The there switches, were these, like, they computing. thought that Cooking Mama was the game that was going to crypto mine your switch. You can't mine a billionth of a Bitcoin on a switch. It was going <laughs> to blow up your switch's battery. It was all of this. Oh, as I smack. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, Emily, Emily is uh, furious on the old. Oh, there we go. There you okay, go. sorry. There you go. Go to tap uh, the if top. If you smack the Elcado, it will turn off. <laughs> it will. It will. Oh, God, That's really how that works. But yeah, all these weird rumors aside, the reason why the game was taken down and was blacklisted for a bit is because it is being. It was uh, published by a company that did not do the original games. It's a completely different company. And they used music from the original games without copyright or licensing. So they illegally had uh, music they didn't own in their game. And so that's why it was not available. So I have the illegal version. Uh, and But they, it, you can now buy it now. It's totally fine. It doesn't break your Switch. But yeah, it's like there's so many games in that store that will not have physical copies unless published by Limited Run, unless published by like a little company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's it's so tough. And there's no alternative that anyone has proposed is the problem, you know? Yeah. We have such a digital focus, but no one's proposing what we do when those go offline. We, we, there needs to be, yeah, there needs to be kind of like, I think there is, there are individuals who are trying to form yeah. like video yeah. game archives, but there needs to be a much more unified effort from major companies to preserve these games in their history. Yeah. And there's going to be nothing we're going to be able to do about it. And oh, we will continue. News. But don't worry, guys. <laughs> The world will fall into the ocean before we have to actually worry about it. So it's all great. Uh, so those are all the biggest news stories of, of, of the week. Um, sorry to take a downturn there at the end. Um, yeah, let's open up uh, a little bit of the old mail. Where is this sound? I just d- downloaded all of the uh, all of the sound packs. Where the oh mail? Here we go. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. You can also uh, you can also hit us up in our Discord, which is in the show notes uh, at the questions for pod tab. And you can also leave a voicemail as well. All of that information is in the show notes. We love to hear from you. Um, Ge- oh, God, not Geezy. Someone the God. What's his name? Uh, the Mailman, who isn't Newman from Seinfeld. I want to hear your voicemail. He was on my stream the other day. He said he's been listening for the last year. He listens to on his mail route. I'm putting you on blast. Geez, I think it's Geezy or Jeezy no the God. I have a real quick question for you, Tom. Mm. Go ahead. Make a big conversation about this. But have you been playing the new Cyberpunk patch? I have. Okay. Good, bad. Give me one word. 
they i am playing the game on pc so it feels exactly the same okay, oh, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> it really doesn't feel any different i actually put up a really funny tiktok i just saw that video and i was like is this really from the new patch? it is from the new patch <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the thing I was most excited about was the remapped skill trees. Cause I thought the skill trees in yes. that game were terrible. I, you couldn't, if you put them next to me, I couldn't tell you which one was the original, which one was the new one. Oof, well, I could rough. because it does look like they've condensed things, but it's still suffering from the same issues of like hmm, 5% increase in critical damage over time will compound interest, carry the one. And then, you know, that's what you get or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's but I will say if you've been waiting to play it on the new consoles because this game looked like doo doo on even the new generation. Yeah, I've been playing PS4 version on my PS5. It looks it looks stunning on console now. So (laughs) so if you were just waiting for that for it to look like a modern game, like it looks great. And I think even the performance mode, even though it's, uh, you know, not got the ray tracing and all that, like even at 60 frames, like it looks really, really good um so i think it is going to be a big step up but on pc like it may as well just be the same game um so that's that's my thoughts my quick thoughts on cyberpunk 1.5 okay so yeah we just have a couple of things um i'm gonna ask you guys this one i think uh people will be interested to hear from the the actual unranked crew but i do want to hear your thoughts who is your favorite video game anti-hero i think i might have to go with um who is the woman who runs the fireflies in the last of us oh yeah oh oh my god i i I guess she kind of falls under the category of anti-hero like she's not a villain i don't know i feel like i don't know like all the anti-heroes i mean the first thing that comes to my mind with anti-hero is arthur morgan because he's not a great guy he committed totally crimes. yes and so i think he's my favorite because um you can play him very good but he's still doing all the bad things and 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 you basically it's, it's, it's a story of redemption just like the title <laughs> says um i think he's mine because he has you get to you get to play as him and he has such a nice range and such a nice arc totally that you 100%. see why he's an anti-hero 100%. He's so likable, but at the same time, you're like, you are a monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you have an answer, Hayes? I think I might have to go with Travis Touchdown, actually. Wow. Ooh. What an yeah. interesting pull. Because um, he's, you know, he's pretty pathetic, honestly. He's, he's a pretty pathetic person, but underneath all that, he kind of has like that heart of gold, you know, where he, he cares about doing the right thing, even though he is a slob and he's crazy violent and all this different stuff he's also just funny just in general i want to throw out a couple of names here for you guys oh, and you i want to get your anti-heroes. how you feel about it are they an anti-hero etc uh, etc et wario <laughs> <laughs> sure in his own game yeah yeah what is he he's want? the villain depending on what game you're in and exactly. he is the anti-hero if it's wario <laughs> Not even the hero of his own game, the anti-hero. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily like Wario in his own game, so, you know? I like sure. the other characters in WarioWare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Trevor from Grand Theft Auto V. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chaotic, chaotic, yeah. Joel from The Last of Us. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Anti-hero, big time. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Man, now I'm just thinking about The Last of Us. 
And I'm an unapologetic Last of Us fan. I understand people have their qualms with it, but I don't know what it is. It hits hits me to my root. It hits me to my core. Last of Us is an incredibly, practically perfect game. Last of Us Um, 2 so much. I still need to finish Last of Us 2. I... It came out in the middle of the pandemic, and I just was not in a good to play. Mentally, I wasn't in a good spot for for that. Oh, I kind get of that. Stay. I respect yeah. that. I respect that. Yeah. Um, Geralt. I wouldn't. He's yeah. almost like too good, though. He's always helping people. He's I so, wouldn't say he's an anti-hero because no. he genuinely cares about doing like the good thing and being yeah, a good you, person. Yeah, you have the you have the option to ask people for money. But you're still doing the job regardless. Yeah. He's not just like, mm. yeah. It's kind of like Commander Shepard, where you know, like you can change right. what kind of person Shepard is, but ultimately he's still saving the universe. Yeah, you can make him as renegade as hell, but he's not like I'm saving the universe for me. It's like no, you're yeah. She- Shepard is an anti-hero if you make him an anti-hero, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, final one I want to throw out: Kratos. Definitely anti-hero, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe less so in the new game. That's what I was gonna say. I was definitely in the older games. If you think about it, he's he's, he's on that redemption also, arc. He's he's on that redeeming arc. But he's I probably also still gonna yeah. be a little bit anti-hero in this game too, because you can't you can't. That's a problem with with these games. You can't fully redeem him if you want to make sequels, or else you just have to unredeem him again, and then you lose the weight of the previous game. So I think Kratos is always gonna be in Kratos hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah Kratos is interesting and I I think it even counts to this new game because yes he is uh more I mean he's an actual character in this game rather than just like this brute force that the previous games <laughs> like were mashing ladies in a sex scene <laughs> I mean that was my know, first classy. introduction to the PS3 who doesn't miss the at my boyfriend's house woo <laughs> um yeah sounds like a know. good first date <laughs> i i feel like yeah you want to come over no he was over. no he literally was like try god of war 2 on the ps3 i'm like great i've heard of this series and i started off i'm like what the what the fuck is this i feel like kratos still counts because i feel like he was antagonistic to the story of the of the new game um things probably just would have gone a lot smoother if he hadn't been such a stubborn asshole. <laughs> I feel yeah. like That's there true. is a quick version of that game where Kratos is like... <laughs> and so I feel like he is at odds with the story, which makes it a phenomenal... Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason that game is phenomenal. is because It feels like Atreus is on that same path too. Mm-hmm. But they're on the opposite sides of it in a way. Yeah. Right? Like they are... like They have an antagonistic relationship. But then you realize, especially as the game closes, like it's not just like a father-son antagonism. This is cosmic forces that are kind of destined to be antagonist. Oh my god, I can't wait for Ragnarok. I'm so stoked. <laughs> I'm so excited for my angsty son, my angsty teen boy. Is he gonna um, call him boy still? Is he gonna be boy? Boy. No, he's teen? gonna be like boy man. Man boy. boy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> teen. 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 Um, tween. Um, okay, uh, last question. What is your favorite superhero game and why? Because the combat, the story, or something else? I'm going to guess we're all in the Spider-Man camp. So we can't say Spider-Man. I feel like you can't. Well, which is your favorite Spider-Man? Miles Morales, 2018. Unless your favorite is not Spider-Man, which would be... I'm trying to think of all the great. superhero games. Hmm. The Batman, Arkham games, and that's about it. 
<laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy last year, honestly, for so me. Oh yeah, up, Guardians of Galaxy is good really one. Good. Yeah, yeah, Guardians is up there for me. Um, I'd say it's a three-way tie for me. What's um, your tie? Miles Morales, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then that Spider-Man game that was not affiliated with the films, but Spider-Man for the PS One and PC, where uh, you, you you the city is full of smoke and you yes, fight all the, of the it's villains. The gas. And yeah, the Doc Ock, one hundred In the Doc Ock carnage level yes, is insane. Dude, and yes, get, and it's narrated by Stanley. That is the best Spider-Man game. It's Black so... Cat's in it. Please put Black Cat in a movie. I know she's getting her own, but she should have been in the MCU. Missed opportunity. But yeah. Um, I love that game. It is the first game I got when I got my PS2, um, which was, and it was a PS1 game. <laughs> but I got a, um, the only re, because I wouldn't, I, I wanted a PlayStation to play that game. Um, Hayes, what about you? How are you feeling? I'm definitely in the Spider Man camp. Sure. I, that would probably be my favorite. Uh, yeah. I yeah, think 2018. I agree. I think 2018. The is story. Better. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I wouldn't necessarily. It's my favorite, but another one I think that I deserves a shout out is actually the wonderful 101. Um, totally. Just because it's such a, it's one of those games that feels so much like a Saturday morning cartoon. You know, like I think it just nails that feeling, um, and it just is so quirky and fun. Um, I haven't played it. Did they re-release it on Switch? Yes, they I might did. have to. I really Ooh, might have okay. to come back to that one. Yeah, see, I haven't that, played it either. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw out uh, some. Obviously, uh, made massive respect to the Arkham games. Um, I mm-hmm. think all three. I think Night, for all its faults, is still a really good game, and I think it has the best story. I love the Joker Batman. I think it may be the best Joker Batman story we've gotten in anything. Uh, I'm going to throw some things out here, and if you guys have some takes, the ultimate Spider-Man game. Do you remember this? 2005, you could play as Venom or oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. It was sick. And it was oh, based off of the mechanics of Spider-Man 2, the the PS2 movie tie-in. I don't think I played much of that. I think I'm I'm thinking of uh, Web of Shadows is the one I was thinking Yes, yeah. great fucking Spider-Man game, yeah. too. Web of Shadows is great. Uh, that one, for anyone that didn't know, was basically you could play black suit Spidey or Spidey. Uh-huh. And there were character decisions that led to like... Yeah. If That's you, a wild I, endings. Yeah, if you if you play as... I played as black suit Spidey, which, Emily, you'll be happy about this. Uh, I You take over the city with Black Cat and you yes. rule New York. Yes. And like the symbiote has infested the entire city. It's sick as fuck. They should remake that one. They should let Insomniac just remake Web of Shadows. Great game. I would 100% be for that. Yeah. Uh, Prototype. You guys play that one? No. Fun little game. Yeah, it was fun. I, I feel like Prototype for the time. got totally overshadowed by Infamous. Right. And I think Infamous is 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 a legitimately good trilogy of games. That's, all a, three good, of them. That, that's a superhero game. Wouldn't yeah. 100%. 100%. I love Second Son. Yeah, yeah Second Son. I think, honestly, all three are uh, genuinely very good. Shout out to all the old school arcade games. The X-Men game um, <gasps> on arcade was very good. X-Men six person. Um, Batman Telltale. Love Batman Telltale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm not a fan of those ones. I played three. Three was fun. I okay. played on the I like Switch. The oh, yeah, Alliance I played games. three. Yeah. yeah, I did play three. Um, oh, Coincidentally, Ult- Ultimate Destruction so good. The first two Ultimate Alliance games are an example of something like you just can't really buy anymore. So, yeah, 
That's very once true. Again, once again. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing I want to give a shout out to are the Injustice games that both oh, of them right. have incredible stories. And I remember are sitting down. Are the stories down, good? That's the why stories, my question. The stories are phenomenal. When Injustice 1 came out, I played it, but I didn't stop playing it because I was so engrossed in the story. Um, uh, Injustice 1 also spun off a very popular line of DC comics that like kind of mm -hmm. filled in all of the blanks before and mm -hmm. after it, the game. And those are, I know people herald as some of the best DC comics that have released in, in recent memory. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a huge Injustice fan. And I do recommend if you are a DC fan at all, if you have the time, it's a quick story. It's eight hour campaign, both of them. And they're literally both, you can just sit down and you will be engrossed. All right, ladies and gents, that is it for the questions. Now it's time for the game. This week's game is called A Blast from the Past, because I just named that right now. Ooh. It's going to be quick, short, very succinct. I'm going to name games that are the first in the series of games that are coming out this year. All right. Mm -hmm. So we've got Breath of the Wild in the Legend of Zelda series. What I need you to do is tell me the original release year. Oh. for the game and it's it's golf rules all right so the closer you are to the release year the the lower you know the shorter amount of points or whatever and whoever has the least amount of points after these five games is gonna win okay does that the make sense the least amount of points yes so for example if the year is 1992 that you need to guess mm -hmm. and you guess 1993 you're gonna get one point yeah and then, oh, so you keep getting points until you guess the right rear. No, 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 no. Oh. So you guys are both going to guess oh, okay. for each game. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get points based on how close you were. And when, once you've gone through all five games, I've picked up five games. We're going to see who has the least amount of years accumulated. And that person is the winner. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, let's kick it off here. Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda. Now, this is the original Japanese release year. What year did Legend of Zelda come out in Japan? I was going to say I won the game last week, so I still get to keep my <laughs> gamer card. So forgive me for this one. You guys can throw out whoever wants to go first. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure last year, the year before was the 35th anniversary. So I'm going to say 1986. Okay. Hayes is going 86. I'm going 84. Okay. Well, Hayes, you were right on the money. It was wow. 1986. Emily, two points, but obviously yeah. you can claw your way back from this easily. Hayes, you're at zero, which in any other game would screw you, but that's a great <laughs> score. <laughs> Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh, man. Which means we are looking for the original Japanese, okay? Japan. It's a country. 1988. 88? 91. Sorry, I changed my mind. 91. All right. 91 from Emily. I think 90. Wait. No. Uh, Japanese. It's throwing me off. The Japanese release. The Japanese. <laughs> the Japanese is throwing me off. I'm going to say 96. Oh, no. Wait. 95. Wait, no. Uh, <laughs> Emily, you're done. You're no, done. 95. You're done. I changed it. 95. No, 95. I gave you a chance. 95. Uh, <laughs> I promise I won't do this again. 95. Well, uh, I mean, it's better than 91 because it yeah. was 96. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> oh, than 88. Yeah, you said 88. I was like, wait. 
Okay. I, See, because yeah. I remembered getting Pokemon Red on a Game Boy Color for Christmas one year. That's. <laughs> I then remembered I played I played like what Hayes did. I remembered the Pokemon anniversary, so I was like, oh, mix it up. Rainbow Six Siege Extraction. Oh God. I just did a video on this, and I talked about the first Rainbow Six. Gosh, I'm a bad journalist. Oh no. <laughs> what year? Yeah, this is the this is the battle of the journalists. What year did the very first Rainbow Six game come out? I genuinely have no idea, so I'm just gonna say 2005. I think it was 92. 92 from Emily. 2005 from Hayes. Okay, Emily said 92. You said 92, right? I know it's in the 90s. I might be no, wait. Little... Yeah, it's kind of We're locked in. Okay. Emily was closer. The year was 98. Ah, okay. Yeah. But Hayes... <laughs> Hayes gave away his... Uh, well, actually, no. You're still about the gap. Hayes is at seven. Emily's at nine currently. All right, I should have said right. early 2000s. I realized I should have done that. Well, here we are. What year did the original Bayonetta come out? Mm. I'm going to play the uh, Jeopardy music for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just throwing darts at a dartboard at this point. I'm going to say 2006. Yeah, I'm going to say 2009. Well, Emily, the gap widens. (laughs) Because it was 2009. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That was a complete guess on my part. Really? Yeah. Well, so Emily's at 12, Hayes is at Oof. 7. Oof. Oof, indeed. Final game. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is coming out. Oh, After yeah. years of delay, what year did the very first Lego Star Wars game come out? I don't even know what console the first Lego Star Wars came out on. I do. I think I it's felt PS2. Like Emily is it? Who's to say? Let's just go with 2000. 2000 from Hayes. He's shown his cards. He's saying 2000 forget when this console came out how bad my brain is um i'm gonna say 2008 i'm trying to line it up with the wii and i can't remember when the wii came out but i know i played it on the wii are you guys locked in on your answers okay mm-hmm. hayes you said 2000 mm-hmm. that was incorrect damn by a pretty big margin oh man <laughs> now it's all going to come down to how big the margin was for emily though and emily said 2008 the game came out in 2005, which puts Hayes at 12, but Emily's off by three, Dang it. which means that she was bumped up to 13 uh, or to 15. I hedged my bets. If Emily had guessed Lower. the year correctly, yeah, you did hedge uh... your bets. If Emily had guessed the year correctly, it would have been a tie, and we would have kicked it to my tiebreaker, which let's just do for fun. We'll do it for funsies. For yeah. funsies. Uh, what year did the original God of War come out? Yeah, Emily, it really screws you that you played it on Wii because it came out like the previous, like on PS2. I yeah, the, I'm pretty, um, I thought it was PS2. Like Star Wars, yeah. The Wii screwed you. And this wasn't the first time that, that yeah. someone's been screwed by a Wii. <laughs> I'm going to say 2004 for God of War. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say 2005. Hayes, you nailed it. 2000. Dang it! <laughs> so Emily, Emily would have lost either way. <laughs> Emily is a loser no matter how you slice it. All right. Well, everyone. you were just saying that because I won last <laughs> Yeah, all right. I've got a bone to pick. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, let's get out of here. Oh, no. I'm not sharing my audio again because it resets every time. <laughs> Hang on a sec. <laughs>
Uh, I'm also I also think I'm playing an old version of the outro music. There you go. You can hear that. Emily, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at frankly underscore Emily and on Instagram with an extra little underscore after the Emily. And of course, if you want to catch all the things I produce, check out G4TV's YouTube page and all the X-Play videos. Hayes, what about you, my friend? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SoulFleet, S-O-L-F-L-E-E-T. Uh, I'm primarily on Inverse, but I occasionally do work for GameSkinny, CG Mag, FanBytes, and other places. Both Emily and Hayes have put out amazing content recently. I really implore you all to go check it out. I uh, can't wait to have you guys back on the pod. Um, my name is Tom Caswell, a.k.a. Great Brit Tom. You can find me on every platform under that name. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay unranked. And suck it.